Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You are listening to He Put Nedved to Bed. Uh, after three weeks since we last recorded, uh, the festive period's been good to us. I got William Kajani. Good afternoon. William Kajani, who, uh, how much did you save on train fare in the year 2014, William Kajani? I refuse to answer the question. Uh, I've got Dan Burnett with me. And a happy two years for the podcast. Yes, we've achieved very little. Actually, no, sorry, I should have... The, oh, the award-winning, he put Ned Ved to yeah, bed. And I've got Khaled. Podcaster of the year, two years. <laughs> <laughs> Khaled's... We're actually recording in Khaled's Self trophy room. Uh, his Khaled's uh, golden podcast award over there. We're not allowed to touch it. It's got a separate case. Did you have a nice Christmas, Dan? We have right. to We have to exchange pleasantries after the Christmas period. Yeah, it was alright, I suppose. Well, I actually followed you on Twitter on that day and you weren't too happy about... Like what? On Twitter, on Christmas Day. You weren't too happy about Christmas. What? You followed me on Twitter ages ago. This is unbelievable. No, I followed, I followed you on Twitter that day, yeah. That day I, I went through it, yeah. And you weren't too happy. You said you said you, you had enough. Oh. You said Christmas weren't for you anymore. Oh. Oh, I thought I you'd... I don't recall this. Oh, right. And uh, William Kajani's Christmas was cancelled three days before. Uh, Claude's put it back on so he can beat his sister's daughter at Monopoly, which I got to have a lovely Christmas with my family, and I'm very grateful to that, so... Kwame was very happy. And Khaled doesn't celebrate Christmas, so what did you do, Khaled? Nothing. Nothing. Khaled did nothing. No Christmas plans for Khaled. <laughs> um, so we'll talk about what we've missed in the last three weeks. Um, Kajani, shall we start? Shall we do it sort of how the festive period's gone for team by team or just overall Premier League? How do you want to do this? I'm going to go for the latter of the two options. Okay, latter of the two options. So, uh, table as it stands. I mean, f- for Arsenal, um, mixed bag? Uh, yeah, very much so. Just for the fact that having. Gone away with a win against West Ham, which was great. We kind of stood at a very unique opportunity because nine points from because nine points from um, three tricky games. Yeah, you know they were difficult games against the the key players so far in the race of the top four, and and that's what they've been. West Ham and Southampton have been right up there and entrenched in the. Top six um, positions, and to go to West Ham and get away with playing sort of badly was kind of a great compliment. To go, but to go to Southampton, I know Chesney was horrendous, <laughs> and he deserved a lot of the play. Yeah. Um, but everybody was again, apart from Alexis, just so so poor. We don't have a structure and a shape when we go um, to these places, and we also. We lack speed and intensity, mm-hmm. so we're beaten to everything. And we, you know, we got a bad defence as it is. But it's, it's when the midfield is beaten to everything, we don't even make the kind of opportunity properly on the counter attack. You know, and it was we were just so easy to kind of turn over. You know, there's there's a breaking point for us, and teams find it really easily. And and Southampton were, if any, they were too quick for us in the same way that. Chelsea I were too strong for us and Stoke were too quick for us in the first half and it was so devoid and disappointing. I mean you've got Man City away coming up again. We all know how and, and <laughs> is, it, is it the worst time? Well, there's, I don't think there's any good time to go there and play but they have dropped points at home but your away record this season's just been 
doesn't so, really I mean, matter. Uh, really at matter. the Emirates, you've, you've, you've done a job, haven't you, really? I mean, they've been far from classic performances, a lot of them. But the points difference is... Remarkable. I mean, uh, it's just a sporting given that everybody kind of does well at home, and you know, it's kind of a statue of Arsenal. You, know, you should be. But it's a golfing class, isn't it? Away from home, to Stoke. I mean, I don't know if we talked about Stoke when we last talked. Stoke, we Southampton, did, we, we did. West Ham. Were you were you lucky to win at West Ham? Yes. In my opinion, and you were lucky to get a point at Anfield. I don't. I think we recorded before that. Lucky game. to get a point. We were lucky to leave there without being deducted points because we didn't <laughs> have that many goals in. It was. It was really like. I mean, it. It was an odd one because from your point of view, it was. Oh, we should have. We we'd done. You'd you'd robbed us that much that to not sort of get out the door was criminal, wasn't it? Really, you know. And I are you in this position of? away from home if you had got them three points it doesn't look as bleak but you, you shouldn't have been anywhere near it should you and the defensive sort of I can't think who he bought on I know you went down to the win the win against you were, you were playing win, against ten win, men and you went defensive and the Skirtle against, was yeah I, I know I mean the win against Liverpool would have been huge um, but it wasn't that it was, the na- it was the nature of the performance to complete collapse against Southampton because um Southampton gone through a lot of their difficult fixtures and they they faded away in the second half of last season. I don't think it's going to happen because first of all, their, their first team now seems to be functioning even better. Yeah. It seems. They've, they had, be, they've had their blip, I think. And, and we've had 20 games to judge them. You can begin to make, if you can't make a concrete judgment on Team 9 now, you never will. I think this is a fair point as, it, of how the league can... It looks like they have a better class of player. I don't. I just don't see a drop. They need to. They'll need to be reeled in rather than drop back. West Ham are having um, a blip, but you know United. I know that there's a lot. Of, there's cracks there, but they are. They're, they're not losing, are they? They are so much more adept hope. at overcoming their deficiencies. Considering how they they sort of played away, just draw. I mean, Man United won won titles playing fairly poorly away I think it was the season Gary Neville uh, packed it in they won five away games that Premier League season and won the title comfortably so the history of just getting the three points home and then going any a point gained anywhere I think in this division bar probably the bottom five is a point gained there's not many places that any teams bar Man City and Chelsea because I think they're sort of the the ones that are setting the pace, and it's well, going to be well, between we, them two. Well, we say that, but it, Chelsea, even though they play far, even though they're playing far better football this season, uh, and this is important in the title race, the tables have turned very much in terms of Manchester City's. They they used to be really bad away; they were nothing like their home form. But that was personally, I think, Mancini's fixing with the team. He did all Harry Redknapp's doing. He played a different system, yeah. which never worked. Now Man City, they've got 24 points away and Chelsea have dropped points. they dropped points at time we're side. Um, they were held, I think, by... If I can remember it. I remember they were held by Sunderland. They lost at Newcastle. Held by Southampton, that's it. And also, they dropped points at United. And this wasn't when United had their I was gonna, this was oh, they, they, Yeah, they, sh- they should have... I on that, and when they went to uh, the Emirates, I think did, did they, 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 they drop two points? Um, Have they not? 
but obviously, the, and the Lampard's goal took it away. So they dropped a lot. That's of what I'm thinking of. Sorry, yeah, they they they're four points, which at the time you're still thinking that's not four points dropped. But now looking at the table as is, mm. it, it, one thing it makes for a hell of a title race. You know, even if it's just two clubs dominating. It will never ruin a good title race for me, and, and this will be. No, and I, I still this think. Could, I mean, this, could, this, could, this has the potential to be not as good, but in the ranks of kind of the famous super title race. That, yeah, you know, it, think, won't, it won't be Aguero on the final day, but this could be as, almost as good. I as think as nice at the minute that we're we're level on. There's there's not. I think what ruins a good title race is when games in hand are formed. Yes. When the table can't be judged at the minute, everyone's played 20. Yes. And they're on the same points, the same goal difference. If the, if yeah. not actually, if the season had to end right now, it would be a playoff. It would genuinely... Could you imagine? Oh, the, my so, God. I mean, considering this is the Premier League... That neutral venue, that... Would... That is extraordinary. C- considering the... I think there's only... I think there's very few, like, single figures of situations which a playoff is needed. And right now... You know, they're on one. I mean, the thing with Manchester City is they're actually conceding loads of goals. Yeah. In clusters as well. They're making a lot of very basic mistakes defending. And Mangala, I think he can grow in time into a good centre back. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wasn't keen on Dean Michaelis when he started. Less got before, company got used to him. Even Nasasic was. Dyer would actually turn into a fairly solid option, but right now, I mean, right now teams are targeting Mangala. They're going down this side. They're waiting for City to push up as they do on the Pellegrini with two men, and then spring back on him. So, going to be a fantastic title race. But I think, as far as us, I don't know about the top four again. We'll, we'll, we'll come on to this. I'll go to our resident uh, Man United fan, Dan. Um, Dan, can you break the top two? Can you can you make a title <coughs> challenge? Are you good enough? The top two? No. No? Okay, no. <laughs> that's good. Not even, no. not, not a chance. No, nah, I don't give us any. Well, we're just so far behind Chelsea, Man City. Are you? Know. you what, is, what is that points-wise? Can anyone it get that? Not, not points-wise. In the, like, even... Who it we played the other week? Stoke City when we drew. But is just we, just looking everyone. I mean, Arsenal went there, lost. Um, Chelsea dropped points there, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Man City lost to them at home. He's a point away at Stoke. He's a point away at Stoke in in the modern Premier League world, which also makes you question that this is not the best league in the world. No offense to Stoke. Is that a good point? Um. I was saying this. I was saying this. What say it is, but no, I'll, I'll, it all comes down to it. we were very, very lucky to even get a point out of that game. Crouched most. He should have had a penalty as well. Chris Smalling essentially caught the ball. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, how he how the referee missed that angle. But under, in the modern um, Premier League, where they're just the, yeah, I suppose when so like, Khaled will disagree. But I think in in spot in any league, the only thing you can say why this. At this stage, why this league's better than any of the bottom half is much more talented than anywhere in in the world. Mm. I think. Yeah. I think anywhere. There's no just <coughs> anywhere in the bottom half. It's much more than if if you're in Spain and you're the top two. Maybe that's not a fair example. Uh, Italy as well. The bottom half very rarely go go anywhere and, and win. Have you seen the Italian team? 
Yeah, have you? you, you well, they don't. They, they, they lost oh, Milan aren't a top side anymore. <laughs> Inter aren't a top <laughs> side anymore. I'm talking about proper teams. Or yeah, that, I'm using Liverpool Napoli, example. Napoli, Liverpool have gone. Napoli Liverpool have gone to, to Palace and lost away. Liverpool the have gone. Teams. But they're not. They're never going to compete anywhere, are they? Napoli. They're never going to. I'm. I'm saying sort of that the bottom teams of yeah, of I've last seen, year can never. The same bottom teams are always going to be the same bottom teams in Italy. They're never going to be in the Premier League. Swans are a bottom side. Then, then they they sort a of got bottom to bottom side. They were. They're a bottom side. They've been promoted fairly recently. They've come up. You don't see that in Italy. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the top six or seven teams are never going to be broken. Didn't, this season we've seen it with Southampton are fourth. Southampton are fourth. Yeah, but like Dan said, the Mon Verona finished. And then we never seen like them again. Sick, this happened in France, where a Montpellier is still a team. They're still in the division. I don't think that's a testament to how. I'm saying entertainment. No, I'm saying I'm. Oh, I'm definitely agreeing with you that the talent in the Premier League is, is not the best. To, I'm saying it's the only reason you'd be interested in it. Oh no, no. In terms of entertainment, I don't disagree with you. The Premier League is probably the most entertaining. But if we're talking in terms of the quality of the other teams. I don't think it's better than Spain or Germany or Italy at all. I just think the top teams aren't that good. Okay. I don't think you just don't you just don't you don't see anyone go going many places and getting six, which is a regular in Spain. If you say a team like Aston Villa or somewhere in that sort of mid-table, well, bottom half of the table, team like Aston Villa or I don't know West Brom or Hull or whatever, if they came up against I don't know someone like just names all from bottom half of Serie A, I can't even think of them. You've kind of. So embarrassing. Like Corona, How Corona, you? I just or, thought they were sick the other um, minute. What happened? Cagliari, yeah, or whatever. You know, if they if they was cup against each other, who who's winning? I don't. I think it's an even game. I think Aston Villa couldn't even beat Blackpool. Who they 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 did they beat them? Wait, Cagliari and Verona. I think anybody would beat. I think any of them would beat Villa. I think they're just. Villa they're so, score to they're so. They're so bad. I don't really think. It's Put it this way. Not I conceded. don't think. I don't think any of the Premier League teams would concede any less. Than I'm any just. Of the, than any of the lower Okay, I'm just saying most Premier League weeks you're not seeing a sort of a six nil. Uh, so home Madrid wouldn't Madrid put six or seven or twelve past QPR. I don't know. I think we're talking about separate points. I don't. I don't know what you're getting at. I'm, t- I'm telling you that the lower Premier League teams aren't anywhere near the Spanish ones. Oh, let's not talk about the Spanish. Right, go back to Italy. We can't talk about Spanish. That's a different breed of bull. That is a no, different specimen. Different like as an animal, not bullshit. <laughs> like a different specimen. The top two in Spain, Germany, aren't they? Germany, right? Bayern will put seven, eight. Forget Bayern. Let's let's no, put no, the rest right. of them. So, so you talk about the. I think Italy's the yeah, fairest league. You're talking use. about the lower half of the league teams. You know, how big is the relegation battle like each yeah, but year? People say there's no sixes or sevens conceded. That's because there's no Bayern or Madrid in this league. That's what I'm trying to say. Bayern or Madrid would easily put seven or eight past QPR, Burnley, and Villa. I I, I think you're I point. think you're correct, but I think that's an exalted point just because of how big those clubs are. They're now behemoths. Yeah, no, They're like, but that's what makes. La Liga and things like that look really bad. It's not. The I don't fact, think, I don't think it is. It's just teams like Sociedad are dreadful. It's the fact that Sociedad are brilliant. Beat, beat Fantastic. Did you say that? I know, I know, but what an event that was. Whereas, like, we yeah, forget yeah, when Chelsea yeah, get yeah, a bit of beaten. If Madrid were here, it'd be an event if they got beat. Even if it was by Liverpool or United. Even Liverpool United would lose three. I really think we overestimate the amount of kind of shock results we see. 
in in the Premier. I think it's more frequent, but I I'm think we overestimate it as kind of. I'm um, just saying. I think that's a more testament. Down, I think te- we've digressed. I think that's more. I think that's <laughs> no, more down to the quality of the bigger teams going down than it is to the quality of the lower teams going up. I just think teams like United. You know, I think I think the I think the bottom half of the Premier League is the strongest compared to any in Europe. Jesus, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I wow. think I do. I I, I, I think that's I the think bottom that, half. I think we put them in a division with the bottom half of Italy, the bottom half of Spain, maybe not the bottom half of Germany. Just have you? Did you not see how bad it was last season? Tell me honestly how many clubs were in danger of going down? No, because Norwich just outshitted them all. They're all three relegation places, Rory. What about the other two? West Brom lost about nine in a row and they still couldn't get themselves relegated. What does that tell you? I can put my hand on my heart and tell you I have not witnessed a team in the Liga or Serie A that is worse than QPR. I could name more than just bloody QPR. QPR are a very good team. Uh And if they actually play the same (laughs) formation away... If they played the same well, formation away as they did at home, then actually they wouldn't be like, such a laughing stock. I've but always said if they couldn't start they down the season, they talk. got they got quite but um they got quite a good collection of individual players. You know, Charlie Austin is a very good forward. You yeah, know, they had that two years ago when they got relegated. Yeah, but it was I don't know why that didn't work to be honest because like I said they they give up terrible team attitude. Just that was that well, was. As long as you've got Joey Barton in your team, it's never <laughs> going to work out, is it really? So I'll tell you what, that comes onto a story. I uh, I have the pleasure of working in a convenience store, and somebody was talking to me about Arsenal. He said what the problem with Arsenal was is that they never replaced Patrick Vieira. They said about Podolski, and they said they never. They said who should they have bought? I said who who would you have bought? Joey Barton was his genuine answer. That if you had have bought Joey Barton <sighs> before Newcastle, let's just hear this as a point before Newcastle. Before sort of kicking Aguero, uh, uh, not Aguero, it was somebody else on the last day. Before all this. But would that have been somebody who is gobby, not, but not in a sort of, um, Sol Campbell way? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying as a leader role, not as a skill. We're not talking about skill. I'm saying, I know, but would that not be bad? Would that, is that not a good thing? Because you've got a series, at Arsenal, you've got a series of, and it's what's going to happen to Liverpool now, Gerrard's retiring. You've got a series of, of non-leaders that aren't doing it in the Premier League, despite yeah, Sacco. No, don't, I don't agree. I think you need somebody yeah. like that in the pitch who's not like... When you've got Wilshire, who's just sort of a bit ratty, isn't he? And just yeah, stupid let's, let's injuries. Get, let's and that. prick and uh, leader like, defined separately. They're not the same pick. Barton is nowhere near a leader. He's just not. I agree that with the general point, we all know there's the hole that's been there. The problem with Vieira is people see people think of people think that it was just the snarly, hard no stuff that he did. No, there was a huge amount of technical ability. Oh, I'm not, I'm not doubting talent. I'm not doubting talent. What I think we needed to do is I think that, I think that point's gone down. I'm not saying Joey Barton should have gone to Arsenal. I'm not saying Joey Barton's anywhere near that good. I, I just I'm saying, do you the, need a character like that? Oh yeah, what was no, Do you need at the minute? What have you got to define Arsenal that's going to get a top four? We don't have anything to define because we've had a big player decline. It's not just the leader. And if anything, if we actually went and focused on yeah, fixing the collective imbalance, no, that's that's hugely different. 
I don't think we can compare Barcelona to any sort of Premier League scenario. No, no, what I'm saying because is they don't need a tough leader. Type. It's a very different league, Khaled. Yeah. It's a, they can go and find well, these beautiful pictures and, and knock it about. I agree it's they good can't to have a do that. I agree it's good to have a leader, but you know, we we have problems. You have problems you like that, if you Arsenal have done bad and well without a leader. They've done really well at times. They've put teams off the park. They've they've had it. I think what we means is when it's getting tough, we need someone to <laughs> rally around. But even then, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the whole um, you know extremely forceful person. I think we, I think a leader is as well an organizer as well as. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is that can come from having a strong managerial presence. Look at let's say look at Atletico Madrid. Now this is something I think can compare to the Premier League or or maybe actually Manchester United because since like you know coming into this decade, I'd say that the you know the one outstanding leader has been maybe a little less obvious. I know that like Vidic or somebody would take it for themselves to leave, but he wasn't the only one. You, if Vidic could get injured, you could rely on somebody else. Or, and that Ferguson was steering the ship. Wenger's so, so much more passive. So if you understand where I'm coming from, mm. it's that one person, either managerial or on the pitch, needs to take that yeah. authority. It doesn't get have to, to get be to the Khaled's point. I was going to say, uh, Arsenal's perfect replacement with Vieira is on the bench. But he's always injured. Abu Dhabi is, in my opinion, as talented as CDM replacement as there is if you could stay fit for more than one game a season that so was true about two three years ago but the that, well, the yeah, lit- two the three case, years worth of injuries do that yeah. but I meant if you could stay fit originally yeah. Arsenal would have had their perfect defence back to yeah. what you said about Spanish teams being able to knock the ball about and not necessarily need I just, I, I think Arsenal <laughs> their pitch is renowned for being as immaculate as it can get and that's the style of people they do play, where they just knock the ball about. So perhaps they don't need a new Vieira. I don't, I don't think, think they need a Vieira. They just need players who don't crack at pressure. I don't I think, think players like Sanchez. If they if they were have to have perhaps another player like him, whose work ethic it's not just his technical ability, it's his work ethic, work uh, work ethic, and his attitude as well. And his game-changing ability. He's yeah. saved. He's he's pulled you out. How many points would Sanchez have earned you this season? It is. It's. Oh, it's, it's I think it's now double figures at least. Um, and he got you through against Hull. Hull yeah. Superb against was it Palace or someone where he scored? Oh, it's been superb against just about everyone. Yeah. Um, really. Just one thing. We didn't need a new Vieira. We needed somebody to fill the role. And you need a because that was forward and better centre back. That's a more pressing issue now, I believe, than the midfield. But the thing was, Rory, that's how our team worked. It's like, it's like we were talking before when Xavi Alonso left Liverpool yeah. and now suddenly Gerrard had to kind of run everything under Roy Hodgson and, they, and you went back to Hodgson. I was good, there, there was a Rafa season before that. Though, and, yeah, and, there was a Rafa season and before it, that. And it just, kept in, it just went into disaster. We needed somebody to fill... That role didn't I have did. to be Vieira. We just need <laughs> that control. We love it. We will come back to this because we end up talking about Arsenal every um, game. We're back on the Man United point. That um, Dan festive period. How, how's it gone for you lot? Can't remember. Too drunk. 
two draws from it. Two draws. Was it, was it how draw many points did we, how many points points we get out of it? Five or seven? You was drew to one win and two draws. One win and two draws. So oh, you drew to Stoke, and they were two, t- and they were two Wait, different draws. Um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Oh, yeah, Newcastle. That was it. Well, it was to be expected. Was it really those Newcastle would have Pardew? No, they still have Pardew. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was an, a result to be expected, to be honest. Our home forms, you know, it's not like it was last year where we kept dropping points. We are starting to regain a bit of, sort of, we're turning our traffic back into a fortress. Teams are starting to give us a bit more respect, which means we can play the style of football we want to. Um, yeah. Newcastle on Boxing Day, they, they, they should have... Team, teams aren't really going at us like they used to. They're starting to yeah, pop up there. This, this run started as sort of Man United playing bad but getting wins. It started playing Man United playing fairly well actually, mm. getting some wins. And, and the away points, I think. They played really well against Newcastle. Oh, no, Newcastle. I know, that's what I'm saying about this run. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't play well yeah, until this sort of thing. Spurs and Stoke. Spurs. Spurs was one of the most I think, boring I mean, games. It I was, but could, couldn't they have got a win there, really? I could have Spurs. It, could have it was, it was two really I, good goalkeeping sure performances, actually. No, I didn't watch this um, Spurs game. But against Stoke, it was a case of, um, well, very similar to the FA Cup game against Yeovil. We're just very one-dimensional. And, you know, if... I think Van Hass, I'm still not a fan of him. He's very stubborn in the way that he wants this 3-5-2 or 5-3-2, whatever you want to call it, formation. He wants it to work. When I think, although it's nice to see him trying to dictate his you know, own style of playing to United, whereas Moyes just sort of tried to carry on with what Fergie did and it never really worked. You know, although it's, it's admirable, it, that doesn't work either. You know, the full-backs or wing-backs, whatever you want to call, doesn't work out because United have been known for, for years, over the, over the last years, to be playing with wingers and full-backs. You know, um, it was used, always used to be, um, was it back when Ronaldo was in the club, Ronaldo and Gary Neville, they would always used to overlap each other and it was brilliant to watch because Gary Neville was capable of running up and back and Ronaldo just sort of was quality in his own right. And on the other side, we had Patrice Evra when he was in the sort of you know, at the peak of his career, and um, when Giggs was still going strong out on the left-hand side. So we had a threat on each side, whereas now, on the wings, although you could argue we've got more through the middle with Matter and Rooney and Falcao now that he's starting to get back to fitness, out wide we've got Ashley Young and one of Valencia or Smalling or Raphael, who's probably our most experienced defender, which is very worrying. The fact that he's, if you look at his sort of disciplinary record, he's probably picked up a lot of yellows, quite a few reds for someone who. How old is he? He's still. He still mid, looks, mid, mid 20s. looks 13. <laughs> he does look 13. Yeah, but he is mid 20s. And yeah, it does worry me that he is that young. He, yeah, like I say, he's not old. He's still got the peak of his career yet to reach, but he's a, he is our most experienced defender at the moment. Yeah, I think yeah. there's definitely a defender coming in January. Well, there's, 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 there must be. Sure, I mean, when there's many on the market, I'm pretty sure the lineup against Stoke was Jones, Smalling, and Evans. When they're all, I, I would much prefer Paddy McNair in there. You know, at least he's got. You know, he's a young lad who, if he makes mistakes, I can understand. But if 
a player like Johnny Evans or Chris Morley at mistake. Players who have been in this I game for so. a few there years. Are, there are so a lot, lot of money. Have, so you want to have as bad a defender to, just to justify the mistakes with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, also, I think if you don't mind about the mistakes, you just want to have a reason to justify it. <laughs> yeah, but you look, I don't know if you watch the Stoke game, but oh my god. Johnny I, I Evans, did not watch the Stoke Chris Morley. Chris Morley were bullied. If you get a team Crouch and Jonathan Walters, and when that happens, that happens a lot. Mainly just in the street. Always tend to pick up their game against us because they know that technically we're very good, but physically we are not quite there. If you get a Champions League, I was going to say, I was going to say, but but performances aside, the results business is is treating you fairly well. It's the not runs going, going well, through the not cup. as amazing as people think it is. They're only five points off seventh. So I know, I know but, but, but going on the performance, that they, they went on a, oh, a winning yeah, so streak. They're, really well they're, they're, not, they're not losing. Oh, right. no. and, and that's um, a position a lot of other teams would like to be in. But again, back to the whole stubbornness of Van Howe, you know, he started off with that whole 3 5. I don't even know what it is. Is it 3 5 2 or 5 3 5 2? He's three, three five, five two, two and two people got back. He started out with that against Yeovil, and let's be honest. Regardless of what people think about the cup, they're bottom of League One. There, although they packed out Hewish Park and all United, United sold out their allocation, what have you. Magic of the cup. All cliches aside, we should have battered them. You know, mm, it I'm, wasn't a case of you know they. United it wasn't a case of. I was going to say it wasn't. It wasn't a case of they were. Um, very good defensively, or they got lucky. Apparently, I didn't watch the first half because they outplayed you. Trust me, they We didn't have our first shot on target until the 31st minute, I heard. And you know, against a League One team, that's just not good enough. The amount of quite, I mean, the game changed when Di Maria came on. I mean, he scored what turned out to be the sort of game clinching goal, and he um, headed off the line to stop Yeovil from equalising, but it's the case we got too much talent there to be only beating Yeovil, but only just only just beating Yeovil. I mean, no disrespect to them, but I mean that's a team we should be beating comfortably. I mean, I know you you might pick up and say with the Liverpool Wimbledon game that was on. I, th- last I night. think yeah. I think for for me winning you, in the cup because uh, we don't have the same sort of level of player and I, um. The, for me, going to places like that, it's it's never nice for sort of the, the modern Premier League footballer and just getting the win and getting the hell out of there, avoiding replay. Is sort of is sort of a win in its own right. I mean, le, le, we were woeful. Well, I, I don't think you were. I disagree because I think sort of the second string team of the cup is dying a bit. I don't think people are sort of playing it as much because yeah, we, we remember it sort of classically it was what Arsene Wenger used to do and it, it, that team would get them to the final of these cups and that, that was a proper B team that was you know players squad numbers were sort yeah, of going yeah, into the 60s and they don't look then, like you want to be there like you saw Beharini or whatever he's called he scored four couldn't care less no, but if, if you know what's going, going around the club is is he's not popular in the dressing room because it, at the end of last season, him and John, uh, not John, something Morrison. No, but Gerard's been like that all season. I don't think so. I think that was the first time I've seen Gerard interviewed post-match smiling, and he's won some big games. 
and he's never sort of just been smiling talking that might be the pressure of like knowing that this team isn't sort of dependent on him or this te- he he's role in the team now he's leaving it's not the weight of you know Gerard's an old man like, I think when you're playing in 50, 60,000 seat stadiums on 100k a week the last thing you'll be doing is travelling for the second or third time in a week to play in front of 3,000 people down the road can I just say you know if that can I just I'd say, like if, to think that's the mentality is not that. Can I just say, fuck Maybe any footballer who thinks like that. No, let's see, let's see, <laughs> no, let's, no, let's get over this pretension. All right, we we gotta get over this pretension. Right, the all-seater stadium era is relatively young it's like no I don't maybe I'm being cynical but I genuinely believe it's true I, I, yeah, believe I think there are some things like that and I think yeah. to all of them um, fuck them okay. because you, should, you, you are right I have to give you that because a lot of people like players you know that have come from overseas to play in this competition don't perhaps you know they, they don't understand it's a very English the, thing yeah it's a, you know if you've, come, like, yeah, if you've come from like Spain and you're playing third or fourth division opposition. I mean, like, an example is this, would have been, well, so I was watching the Wimbledon Liverpool game last night, I mean, in fairness, you came up against Akin Fenner, who I can guarantee players like, um, I'm just trying to think, who's your back four last night? Um, Mankio? Mankio. He, he would uh, never have come up against Carl. anything like Akin Fenner before. Yeah. <laughs> don't think he was too faced even Skirtle Skirtle was scared Skirtle, of him, no, I don't think tell. so Skirtle can yeah, take he, care he of himself was, no I don't think so Dan. Oh, I think Adam this is Fenwell sort of was making him look silly and it was only because the ref was so. very no Simon Mignolet was making himself look silly that's, that's uh, right. <laughs> it's a given surely again uh, <laughs> it was players like Coutinho who perhaps didn't take it as seriously I mean he played quite Coutinho well Coutinho was, was a good waste, game he was wasteful with his final I think that's just been ball. Coutinho's football for a couple of games well wrong. perhaps but when you get as many so. chances to ca- <laughs> towards the end of the game when Wimbledon were pushing for an equaliser there was so much space him Markovic was wasteful Although he was direct, but when Markovic, it came down to not very I'd say Markovic was probably our best player. Is he, is he 20, you know, Markovic? Markovic is horrible. Isn't he 20 years old? He's young. If, if you're talking about Markovic, yeah, sort he of, he's getting branded as sort of a horrible, a horrible player. If he's come from our youth academy and we haven't paid that money, everyone's going to be raving about him. I think so. I but that's the English culture. That's sort of thing. He played. Well, he's, he's played well against uh, Bournemouth in the cup, and he played. He played well last For a night. Player, I thought. Supposed to be ridiculously fast. He's so slow. I thought. I thought Lambert would have done better yesterday. Yeah, it would have been his bag. That that would have been his game. You know, considering he's played in all these leagues. He knows what it's like to be at one of these crappy grounds in front of only a few. You know, like let's pitch, not, pitch, pitch not quality. Really. Not, not the stadium, like pitch quality. I'm going to be honest, the pitch looks alright. Yeah, they do the fair, they do the decent job. It's cut it's up second half. It's not, yeah, the, it's not the surface of the Premier League. But yeah, I think, you know, I mean, good. these are talented footballers. A lot of them come from nothing. So I think if they're forgetting their roots, you know, they, they all should. It shouldn't matter where they're playing. If they're jumpers for goalposts, they should like. So I don't, I don't like the attitude, yeah, which, which must exist. Apparently, he just doesn't like football that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. just see it as an actual. Just I know, but although uh, the BBC <laughs> did overhype his performance, Gerard did play very well. When those spaces did start, they're on about like the passes that he sort of give away. I think five Wimbledon players had a better pass rate. Yeah, than yeah something like sixty-three, you know, sixty-four yeah. percent so pass not, completion, but. When, no, the, when the game. gaps started to appear in the second half, again, when Wimbledon were pushing forward, 
he looked, you know, something could happen when he had the ball at his feet. Yeah. Somewhat ruined by the players ahead of him. Even when Balotelli came on, he didn't. Well, actually, no, Balotelli looked. Balotelli was alright. He looked. I okay, thought he should have yeah. started. If you're going to freeze him out of the team completely, at least give him a game. At least give him a game like this. No, but how is he supposed to? Let's say maybe he won't ever regain his form. Maybe he is just not meant to oh, play well. I think but, so. But, no, I think I think so. he will come back. But I'm so saying, how is he supposed to come back? I haven't even seen him with a strike partner yet, have we? It would, I haven't even had that joy. Ever since that, ever since his injury, like a month back, he's barely played. He's come on for like ten minutes. Every he did get game. banned for one as well. Though, yeah, got banned for one. Got frozen out of the squad for one. Came on for ten minutes in two, and that's what I mean. And the oval, he should have. I think he should have started. I don't think he really wouldn't have started against the oval. Mm, I'll see the point. Wimbledon. One striker. And even and even next Premier League game, I bet you he won't start. I I just want to know when he's actually going to be in the start. They'll play Sterling. He didn't play at all yesterday, did he? No, I don't think he went. I don't blame him. Was he tired? Possibly. (laughs) You know, he's played a lot of football. I'm just saying. I think Wimbledon would have been the perfect game to, you know. See if Balotelli flops again or gets maybe. going again. Maybe. If you want your striker to regain confidence with all respect to Wimbledon, that's when that's the game to play in. You don't want to risk losing dropping points in the cup. I'm trying to think, when did he last sort of was Play. in the thing? That's what I mean. When was he last sort of in? That's I'm, what trying, I'm trying to think. I'm trying, going back fixtures now. Started. No. Did he not? Did he, no. Sterling. Was he? In, was, he must have been injured for United. Sterling though. played centre forward and missed oh, out five of the goals. De Gea was wonderful. De Gea was incredible. Just regarding the Liverpool strike situation, I do think it's been, I think it's been a lack of conviction from Rodgers, which is a bit surprising given that he's a man who seems, given he's a man who seems, he seems very, very strong in his self belief. I think it's mm-hmm. fair to say. So the kind of half measures on Barini, you know, not letting him go. Freeing up that money, possibly. No, Barini didn't want to go. Oh, Barini didn't want to go. Well, in that case, and not that into. actually happened. Barini did not want to go. Was it a case of he didn't want to leave? Or I didn't, didn't want to leave. He wanted to fight for his place <laughs> yeah, or something. Well, it was Sunderland for a long time. Not while giving Barini a fair crack at the way. He's kind of lurched between a lot of things and then decided with Raheem as sinful, which has worked, to be fair, for some part of it. But in, in a way. I think just, you know, kind of having that settled. Like we go, because when Liverpool have looked good in patches, it's like when you destroyed Swansea, everybody... Oh, were we good? Were we good, really? Um, or were we were... lucky? I can tell you what happened with, with uh, Swansea, is that we went to... It could have ha- it could have been a complete repeat of Leicester it before... C- it could have been, know. but at least you were more deserving of the opportunities created against Leicester, because I saw you in that game against Leicester, and like, without... We shouldn't to, have won. Without, without wanting to be kind of cruel, the two debatable penalties... We're actually, we're actually squaring the face. face yeah. The one was we're a penalty. Actually, um, I think, yeah, the second one was, I think. Oh, the th- those two penalties were your outstanding moments of play. As in, your outstanding... There was, there was a Markovic header towards the end, and I've never thought I could do... I don't like to give goalkeepers stick. Um, I have been the past couple of weeks. And I don't like to give referees stick, because I, I don't think I could do the job better. But that Markovic header, that's one that I thought I could probably have got a bit closer. It was sort of completely straight. There was no... He didn't do anything with the ball, it just went straight. And, and it was annoying because if we play sort of well, 
in that game in the second half, even if we go 2-2 down for just a brief bit of play, we we win that game. Leicester aren't that well. Leicester, Leicester, they're probably going to go down, you know. And they're coming, they're coming here. Sort of. I mean, inside the ground, it was such dreadful New Year's hangover just all around. And it's sort of. I, th- I think some people have just lost sort of what's. There's a bit of a, a blur of what this Liverpool team is. I don't know what people wanted to expect, or I don't even think when Sturridge comes back, I don't know what changes here. I don't know, because the whole squad, it's just... I mean, the defence is... You've got the captain of France, sort of, for a long... Is Sacco still the captain of France? Is, is he not France? Is he actually? I don't know. Uh, he, he was. He, I think so. I'm sure he was for a while. I'm sure he was, And he was captain of PSG, and you've got his sort of... And then Colo Torre sort of kneed the ball away and fell on his arse. And you're like... Well, but I know, but when you're looking... When, when I've... I've Forgot about the African Cup of Nations and Colo Torre is going out of the African Cup of Nations and I, I was a bit sad. So I don't know what that's exactly. That, what what point have we got to? Well, we, you've got to the point though where is this rock bottom for this for this Liverpool side? Um, sca- oh, sorry, no, I'm scared. I don't quite think it is. I don't think it. I don't think it's as bad as it could get. I, I really mean that. But I think a little bit of... You know, we get two more points v Leicester. And we've won three in the league. And it's sort of looking a bit... We've got Villa and Sunderland away. And I don't even know what to expect. Like, I don't... Villa's an a odd one. Like, to go to. Sort of... But you don't have to worry about them scoring. No. <laughs> it's, it's worrying about us scoring more so. Um, but it's going to be do, interesting. Do, but... do you... Um, I mean, obviously, chat's window's open. Who, who do I want? Who do you want, yeah. Who, who, who do can you, re- not who do you want, who can you realistic, realistically get? Later. Who? Goalkeeper. Uh, a goalkeeper. Not very good. Well, he's, he's good. He's a decent, you know what, I, I wish we had a got Bonnie in the, uh, in the summer, which isn't going to happen now because they slapped a contract on it so it won't be no 19 million. Um, because I'll, I, I just I don't think Barini has a a future there. I'd like to think Valatelli does, but I don't think he does as a first choice striker, which is a shame because I, I really rated him before. And we've got Sturridge, who's been injured not just before this. He's he's been frequently injured through his career. So if you're getting Bonnie, you can clearly do it. I'd love to know what happened. Barini goes out and another striker. I'd love to know what happened with the Remy deal. I, I really don't. Chelsea screwed you over like they with Salah. No, because no. we they that he was having a medical at us. He had oh, a medical so he and he failed the medical. <coughs> it was the hole in his heart. Well, it doesn't seem to be bothering him too much there, does it? Yeah, but wasn't there, isn't there a few footballers who have been known to have... Well, Denver Barr failed one at Stoke, didn't it? And they didn't take him. Oh, he, he did all right. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I'm saying, it's, I'm pretty sure it's an issue that's occurred before footballers <sighs> were like... Oh. Just pay the money. Like, we're not... I don't know. I don't know why they've got this mediocre yeah, like, sort of attitude towards I mean, it. I might be wrong, it might not have been a hole in his heart, but let's say it was. Like they've seen him play his whole career with that. Like, well, on Liverpool scale, it's eight million pound. Give me a list of the fucking money we wasted Markovic. all through the season. Twenty million pounds, Markovic. Thirty-five million, Andy Carroll. Even you know what I'm going to say, Joe Allen at the minute, fifteen million pounds. It weren't cheap, was it? No. All these Lovren. players that have come through. I, 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 the Lovren money, the Lovren signing. Go back to our previous podcast. Oh, no, that's the one I was most excited about. 
and it just doesn't. But they, they did it with, with Charlie. They, Lovren used to play with... Who did he used to play with in front of him at Southampton? It was two players. Who were they? He used to play with two in front of him. Uh, Schneidlin and Wanyama? Possibly. And Wanyama, Wanyama didn't have a great... He, he was there last season. Yeah. But he was so average that nobody really remembers yeah. Wanyama. Um, he's been really good this season. And they bought Lovren in and said, he said, let's play it like this again. Okay. Then he plays with one in front of him. Then he plays with the Gerrard who's not fantastic in that position in front of him. So is this Lovren's fault? Same with Charlie Adam. He's gone and done all right, hasn't he, at Stoke? Just galloping where he did at Blackpool. I can't stand him. <coughs> Awful person. <laughs> but we bought him in. Actually, play different. You take the abuse for it. So I'm not sure, I don't, I'm not sure it's entirely um, Lovren's fault for that one. But anyway, shall we move on to uh, the FA Cup? The whole thing. Uh, and the magic, which is it or is it not there? I think, I think it is. It's there, yeah. But the problem is, is that um, the FA continues to do its best to put it in all the wrong areas. Um, for instance, let's okay. Let's just take the scheduling. To, to be brief, <laughs> Kajani, brilliant place to start the scheduling. No, let's be brief. Right from Friday to Tuesday, you got the fifteen games on the Saturday. Um, I think you've got There wasn't Wolf. one on a Friday, was there? There was called Cardiff. There was, wasn't there? Cardiff played Cardiff Rotherham. Versus Colchester. Yeah, Rob, Rob, it was, was it Colchester? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So you got, so you got all those days. Okay. A lot of TV was up for grabs. Like, you know, it's been a bit of a free for all with, with TV. So you got 15 games on a Saturday, a lot of um, kind of potential cup killing ties. And of all the kind of. Genuine David versus Goliath battles. About two get on TV. Wimbledon versus Liverpool, culture game versus you know, crazy game versus culture cup. So it was always meant to be. And Dover versus Crystal Palace. Fifteen on a Saturday games. None of them on TV. That's mad. That's uh, 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 yeah, like everything's been. You know, Beauty have been. Like, oh, we've got the FA Cup back. Get they showed Arsenal v Hull. I can understand that. I can't. The final. I can't understand it. What I can understand for me, is for me, why they're showing Sunday, more games. For me, Sunday. the FA Cup is sort of about giving back a bit. Arsenal don't need the TV money. Hill, they make so much from the Premier League. For me, yeah, it's, it's it's a repeat of the final. It wasn't a glamorous final, was it? Until it happened, it was. It was still. It was v Hull, wasn't it? No, very few games are going to be played unless it's Valencia v Hull. Are you going to go? Ooh, like there's not. It's Hull. No disrespect to Hull. Um, so why were they showing that anyway? In front of what was a horribly patchy it's, it's Emirates. It's on a Sunday Horribly night, patchy. It? it was... Hull, have got, Hull fans have got quite a distance to travel to get down to. Like, yeah. You know, you could see... I it, don't well, it wasn't, it wasn't that I empty, don't but you could see a lot of empty seats. Just, no, it uh, Why would you want that? I'd, I'd like to see pat terraces of these lower league teams getting the money. And actually, it... it Change it affects them positively, mm. you know. I don't understand where they got this one. The main one that stuck out was was um, West Brom. West Brom Gateshead on the Saturday. Couldn't they have made that? So, couldn't they move that around? Gateshead to get a bit of money from that. Something like that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Really. Um, Whether yeah. the big teams at home. Maybe not so much. But they, they Gateshead would have benefited like, positively. Like, they're they're still. Blythe Spartans versus Birmingham City. Well, that that could have been a brilliant early kick-off. Almost, Blythe Spartans you know what I mean? Up, you know? It was, and they would have got something like one hundred and forty-four thousand. That's a lot of money. 
That's Stick that on it. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, FA Cup money doesn't really matter to the big teams in the Premier. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. So when you know the teams that are still left in it, could you argue that this um, obviously Cambridge United have got Man United in their fourth round? Isn't that Clinton Stanley? And if you got one of the two hundred and fifty uh, limited edition tickets, thing that never twenty happened. pounds. Carry on. But um, yeah, so you'd like to think, given that Cambridge United are, are the lowest. Right team. Like, I'm not just saying it because I'm a sport United. I'm just saying even if it was Cambridge versus I don't know someone like Southampton or whatever, any Premier League team, Cambridge would benefit from the TV money because they're still in the league. It two. shows how far the FA Cup for Everton are playing West Ham tonight. Fucking Tuesday night on BT. On BT. That's so, the thing, actually. And That's at 8pm, so you're going to make all those Londoners come up They're not around. 700 West Ham fans. Are gone. And now West Ham, whatever you think of it, they're a well-travelled side, and they've gone, no. So, Same time as So, well, you know, for 700, you can just... Well, it's going to be empty. It's going to benefit no one. It's probably, it's, I don't so, understand. I don't so, understand why you're showing all Premier League to side, tie. No. Unless you're talking Man United get Arsenal in the cup, I, mean, I don't see it. Like I said, the whole BBC, the BBC have been making a big thing about getting the, you know, coverage back from ITV, and I mean, although it's lovely for them to show highlights of all the games on Match of the Day mm. on Saturday night, BT are still showing more games than you. BT showed <laughs> United Yeovil, which was. They showed like Dover Palace. Yeah, they did they? Yeah, they yeah, showed Dover Palace, and now they're showing Everton West Ham. They're showing more games than BBC. Uh, I don't. They are not making I mean, a big deal out of Kajani, this. Kajani, you, you, you sort of you, you're given control of this in your make believe world. What do you do? What do you do to bring back the FA Cup? To bring back, to bring like, back everyone FA, up for it? To bring back, um, uh, to make everybody up for it. Um, well, first of all. It, well, first of all, I might look at the scheduling and let's look at the distances of the tie. Stop having. We have this um, really strange period post draw yeah. where we rearrange. Can I just stop you there a minute? Um, pre, why was the fourth round draw done before the Wimbledon game? Did you see this? Yes, I did see this. Because what? the BBC. What? Because um, in part of the. Get the 10 o'clock news on. In part of the hashtag <laughs> get carried away. Way. Gary Neville's kicking a ball around with Gary Lineker <laughs> in the BBC head office campaign. Um, we, we've had this kind of bring back the draw onto live TV, which actually has been decent. It's got decent feed. That's a good idea. But I don't think, think the studio audience is necessary, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> to be fair, at least though, it's the lower league fans and doing the ooh and ah, you kind of get involved. I, yeah. I, I do like the idea of a studio because when it was on ITV, it was just the three people. It was, like, it was, was, a, it was a tense uh, side. Throwing the balls out is right. for, Tim Stevens. I mean, in for, yeah, but, but in other scheduling, it, for you, is it Saturday, FA Cup Saturday, maybe a Sunday game? I, the four days, is this necessary? Tuesday I'd bring it night. down free at the maximum and maybe you can do the Monday night draw at I'm not, the end I, I of the conclusion I but the problem I, I think also is is that you got these um, very bad attendances think of the timings you can you can switch these timings around all the team these games were picked like Sky picked them like BT picked them in mm-hmm. the Premier League so why did you have uh, why do you have um, the people having from London to Liverpool I think, I think for that one we can get over because sort of Liverpool are going to take that wherever they play, whatever time they play, and Wimbledon are going to are going to be up for it. I can 
All you gotta do is register stakes. If a Premier League side loses to a low league side, they gotta swap places. They gotta, they gotta play a season F- at that. FA that. Cup reality TV. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I love what you said, the, the scheduling of the draw. Instead of doing it on Monday night when there's only two ties left to play, could you do it on the Friday night before any teams are played? Give them a bit of incentive. So the winner of no, Dan, Dan, right, I'll tell, I'll tell you my ideal situation. It starts off with the the final kickoff time, five fifteen can fuck off. Yes, three o'clock Wembley Saturday. You know what? If it was up to me, if I was given a dictatorship, I'd take it back to the Millennium Stadium and get rid of all these courts and I'll give proper tickets. You've seen it with Arsenal Hall. There was 50,000 genuine supporters. Where's 40,000 tickets going? There's Arsenal season ticket holders not able to get a ticket to watch them in the final. Get rid of that. 40,000 each way. At least. At least. Bring for a proper reason. Millennium Stadium holds about 65. I think it's about 75. So if it was Millennium Stadium, I'd have it proper. When we played West Ham, it was probably one of the best days of my life. And there was 31 thousand each of us there in a much smaller stadium and that's because the millennium stick it back there Wembley right and I'll get rid of the Wembley semi-finals I was going to say that preach please preach neutral venue neutral venue you stop it at a neutral venue so if a northern club was done against a southern club they'd end up at Villa Park that's how it should be Old Trafford when we played Chelsea at Old Trafford it was manic everyone was up for that and it was that's how it should be Wembley and then you're going back there it's Wembley prices it's I mean Wembley Stadium architecturally it's like the Emirates it's like oh this is nice but like but the it's Emirates not. it's got a fucking crap atmosphere and a massive hospitality big, it, um, it doesn't work sucks away capacity sucks away ticket venue inflates prices for the rest of the stadium I know I don't um, like this it's just uh, <laughs> how many people would watch United Oval if they thought United could drop to <laughs> it's, it's good, but we don't watch Big Brothers it's because it's, we like it. We watch it because we that's the country we've become. Um, are, are you saying that's the country we've become? I've still got a list. reality football, football TV. If the Football Weekly Extra page is still listening up to this point, they would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even for <laughs> the, the sponsoring. Can we get... Not get rid of the sponsoring. Can, like, a charity have it as a season rotating? Sort of like Acorns have it, and then it'd just be better. What, you know, so the FA it? gives money to a charity instead of Budweiser sucking all this money like, into I it. I don't see the necessary the I, just, I don't think the John, John Van Damme I know, but the FA Cup, and then, and then the FA, you know, give In certain amounts to, to Acorns or yeah. to Macmillan, and, and it has the, it on the ribbons. Would that bother anyone? No, it would be a really nice thing to have. For this to even work even more, maybe get rid of the League Cup. Maybe drop it. How long can I just, go along for? Or can I just... A, long, a lot longer than people would think. A oh, lot wow. longer than people would think. Many, many sponsors have been the Worthington's Cup, it's been the Milk Cup, it's Coca-Cola. been the Coca-Cola Cup. When was the Milk Cup in that? People like, actually took it seriously. It was a thing to win the League Cup. Like, it should be now. I believe we should take both Cups. Yeah, it's all, it's all right, because, like, it's cheap to go What is it with the apathetic, bloody nature of, like... Because you're playing in, if you're playing in Europe, then you're playing in this. You've got the Premier League, which has got the huge important. No, but the Premier League's too important now, Kajano. I know. People want fourth more than they want a cup, and that's mad, really, when you think about it. Also, one one thing as well. (coughs) These are all good good ideas, but at the same time, you know, um, 
the bums on seats. Oh, I hate using that phrase, but it, but yeah, but it's a big thing. Tottenham played Burnley yesterday at the kickoff time, but what was eight oh five pm? Do you know how far away Burnley is from London? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they have a whole stand shut for that game. The, the, the home Spurs fans, still took a full allocation they took, they? I'll tell you they took a full allocation and I'm going to give them their credit and give them their due 4,000 <laughs> oh oh dear oh no oh oh no we're going to get shut down <laughs> we're going to get shut down <laughs> I've, been, I've been Rory Bond thank you for listening this is the last ever episode of me putting out I'm saying this before I get killed I'm saying this before I get killed they took 4,000 there right they took four thousand there, and they they also had another thousand sold on the gate to Spurs fan. What have I done wrong? Did you not hear yourself? Give, give them their due. About Tottenham fans. Due. Due. Stop saying it. D U E. Oh no. Oh no. We're getting shut down. Oh come on, you guys. Oh. The fuck up. So, hang on, I'm just going to email all the athletics if they'll. <laughs> they might accept us, hang on. Let's get Chad Evans on the podcast. I was going to say. Oh if anyone knows Chad Evans or John Fashioner, I already dislike John Fashioner. If anyone could sort of get to him. Um... Right, this is right. This is my email. So I just, it's I William. It's William, K E D J A M Y I at live.com. If you've got a problem with what I just said, <laughs> enter that address into your email and fuck off. Give <laughs> the <laughs> Oh no. I'm going to have to be sending do, do a lot of email thing? apologies. Do you, do, you, do you know what? No, don't email any apologies. They can come to me. They can, they can come to me. They can get fucked. Right, I didn't do it. I didn't mean anything wrong by it. I, I was praising your club. I'm an Arsenal fan. I was sat here praising you for a fantastic away effort. And you two mugs. It was a fantastic You two mugs. Not, not only have you waste up three hours of my time today, but you try to make me an anti-Semite. You're saying you're not doing anything about it because you think it's funny. <laughs> you think it's really funny. It isn't fucking funny. I'm sat here trying to save our club, to save our competition, okay, to okay. save our way of life. And you're sat here. Rory, speak about something else. <laughs> Torres came back to Athletic. It wasn't that great scene. It was. It was. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go to the football. The football weekly extra. We had some questions. We had some questions. We had some. Yeah, we had some uh, uh, I mean, somebody says. Somebody says. Somebody says. Have you? That's not true. O- Owen Bain Bainan said, "Have you fixed your RSS feed? Didn't know it was broken." Um, uh, somebody put so. Um, would you would you would you rather have one LA Galaxy sized DVG or a oh hundred Liverpool sized Balotelli's? Don't know what that means. Is it a, <laughs> the latter always? Is it okay to hit a disabled person if he's being a knob? <laughs> I hit them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> would you would would you rather would you rather have to watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life or join in once to make it stop? Oh, Come on now. What is it? <laughs> What age rating would this podcast be if you had anything above a limit of 18? (laughs) Andy Andy Tamata asks, how many plastics does it take to change a light bulb? A lot. Um, Should Rooney move into midfield for England? (laughs) Right, let's let's address 
address this. Let's address this. I am sick. Why do we talk about internationals all year round? Why do we talk about it at all? Who cares? Put your hand up if you care. Will you care about everything so you don't count? No, do I was you just care? Do, my do face. you care about the England national team? Not no. Not. Do you care about anything? Just international football. But when there's nothing else on. I like international football when there's nothing else on. I don't even like it that much anymore. The World Cup. I can get up for it. I can look who. I can look stats. I can get the sticker book. That's it. And then I'm done with it. If if we had a beat Leicester yesterday, I would swap that for the potential of England winning four World Cups. That's how little I care. Why, why is he asking questions about the... Does anyone care? I'm sick of everyone thinking they can manage the England national team. No, you can't. Nobody can. You get nothing from it. It doesn't matter. Wembley, the sad thing about Wembley is that bar sort of the 5,000 people that are are passionate about going to watch sort of England away and stuff. The rest of it's just people either A, have nothing else to do, or B, they've been priced out of their local team, like your Arsenal, like your Tottenham, so they go to Wembley, so they can watch professionals that they probably couldn't see anywhere else. That's the nature of the England national team. So do I think Rooney should move into midfield for England? I don't care. Um, <laughs> I love that. Is Harry Kane the man to step into the nation... Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> the nation's pending Stevie G void. Who cares? Let him do have a good club career. I don't care what he does for England. You'll never achieve anything. They won't win anything. Rooney scored about a million goals for them. Who cares? <laughs> right, so that's all our questions from the... Uh, How was that it? The, well, there's loads more, but they're all just juvenile. Why is it called the Prince Albert when Prince Andrew is so much more appropriate? Prince Andrew is the man that's been sexually abusing a child. Um, <laughs> wow, that's a legal grey area, Roy. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, legal, sorry. Allegedly, Objectively speaking, how good is was Stephen Gerrard using exclusively the following criteria? Okay, so this is going to be lifted from the Lad Bible or something. Number of Premier League medals won, right? Size of forehead. Has he got a big forehead? Fairly. No, forehead doesn't mean forehead. Forehead. I wouldn't say he's got a big forehead, would you? I don't know. Okay. Ability to remain calm when the music of Phil Collins is unavailable to soothe him. Well, he's put smooth him. So David. David. I mean. I mean, David Cooper. What's more sad about your comments is is that you've you've got. A, I mean, the spelling mistake when you're scathing somebody is not appropriate. Three likes makes me suggest that the Football Weekly extra page is not for me. Um, and no, let's not talk about number of Premier League medals won. Well, I, I don't understand why we're talking about this. We're talking about what's been overall a fairly good career, a fairly Fair. great career. You know, he, he's yeah. done all right. Almost so yeah, he, he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't won the Premier oh. League. But let's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. So, so, so let's, let's waste my fuck time. Let the Gerald Lampard comparison. Is it? Do, would you just like me not to be your friend anymore? Are you trying to say something, Caleb? Well, you're still my um, friend after I hit you. So. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, let's talk about <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. Um, moving, moving on. He's had enough. William Gonzalez. 
I did call it. Yes, actually, he, he did. He's only moving because Lampard's moving. What do you, what do you mean you called it? I said that he leave Liverpool in the season. Did you? Yeah. 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 I, did call it. I, I don't know why I said that. I just had a feeling it would be his last season. Oh, right, okay. I thought he'd retire, though. Well, William Kajani, let's, let's go round. Let's sort of, let's talk purely <coughs> about this. Um, thoughts? Feelings? Thoughts and feelings. Um, thoughts, first of all, he's a magnificent footballer and nothing's going to change that. No amount of juvenile, incessant, <laughs> pathetic criticism can change that. And um, he has had a fantastic career and... He, everybody should respect him for that, whether you like him or not. And I, I was never that much. I was never that attached. I was, I was never that attached to Gerard, you know. No. I, he was a very entertaining player to watch, especially in his at the height of his years. But I think um, if you really going to reference the fact he didn't win a Premier League, you can pack your bags and fuck off home. Um, I also want to say... It is a team sport. So him not winning the Premier League is a team as much as it is. He's played in some quite poor teams. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like what, what, what would we have won without Gerrard in the last in the last 15 years? Without we might have got the FA Cup against you lot. You know, the Michael Owen <coughs> final. We might have... You would have, you'd have got that at the stead. But that's, oh, is, but that, that, is that where it ends? Yeah. Treble winning. I think, I think there was enough good stuff to make away. He win or come close. He has come close. We wouldn't have, twice without Gerard. We would not have won the European Cup. You wouldn't have won the FA Cup two thousand six. Wouldn't have so. even. Wouldn't have. No. No. We lost three one thanks to Paul Kinchewski's brilliant goal. That was a good goal. Credit where credit is. Have to win the Premier League to have a great career. I think he's got. Well. And I think he's one of the best in the midfield as well. I think he'll go down as a Liverpool legend. I think he'll go to. I mean, some, somebody just put to me like when. When sort of people leave, just the just the responses he's got, not from fans, because but just from from other players, you've got Arbeloa who's like saying he's the best thing, or just the best player I've ever played with. Arbeloa's played with some good players. Arbeloa's sort of won everything. So Gerard you've got people saying be the best you've got. To have ever played for Liverpool. I'm say it's the best I've ever seen. You have not seen Emil well, we might do again. FA Cup fourth round available. Well, probably. Hey, get date. carried away. You're in. You're in. You're in. <laughs> They'll put it on a Tuesday night, and 25 people will go. <laughs> One of them will be me because I auto cup schemed in. Bollocks. Right. Um, no, uh, I've thought about it rationally now. I, I, I was quite upset when it happened. I was actually rumour sort of came out about it after Are the you Leicester sort of game. Happy because looking on your performance this <laughs> season, take away Wimbledon. You've been better when he's not in the side. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, no, I'm. I'm sort of happy for him, in a way, because I think I, it's a good move for both. It's good for him because he just gets to. Because I think he still wants to go to and be Stephen Jones. Because let's forget we offered him a contract. This isn't. We haven't done. Isn't you guys but they've said we're going to have to manage. You can't play 55 games, which is what it would be. 50 games a season. You can't do that. I know you can't. You can't, Gerard. You can't, Gerard. It. He, he he's good enough to do that in America. That's he's just a, that's the kind of man he is, and part and of the, what, so it, it's the part same of that makes what has made him the player he is is his complete and utter full scale emotional devotion mm-hmm. just to football in general. Um, you know the unbelievable <laughs> amount of energy there is in games. You know he's never held anything back and I think in a way that's a reason why his career isn't going quite long because he was 
at his peak in football, and especially the way football was played in England, was becoming a more and more ferocious sport. That mm-hmm. was more and more, if anything, about endurance as it was about skill. That's been to the detriment of our national side. That's for another year, a debate for another and I think eventually doing so much for a lot of teams especially the really rapid decline of the Hodgson years when he played him in the middle so, yeah. he, so he ended up trying to save everything I know that uh, might have brought up more about his decline which is, which is a shame because once Rogers returned and you know, obviously Ed Walker and returned into a system in which actually he was comfortable we saw all that quality Back yet. I mean, oh yeah, he scored a lot of penalties. You know, no, he was very good. He scored that. some fantastic. He, he, had, he, he did drag some Liverpool teams. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think that's why he's probably he's probably the yeah. the greatest. Yeah, because when Kenny Dalglish played Kevin Keegan, they were playing in good Liverpool teams. Yeah, very. Upset. You know, he's he's one team. Look at the team that's got European Cup medals because of Gerrard in two thousand and five. You know, but who who you know. So like not great. Vladimir Schmeitzer, Jimmy Traore, Jerzy Dudek, you know, by far sort of great players mm. have, have got European Cup medals. And I think that that's a testament to him. And over time, there's a lot of like sort of, oh, he, he slipped. We wouldn't have been close to the title if, if Gerrard weren't there last season. The amount of points he earned. This whole we slipped thing, everything he said. It's very childish. I mean, I'm bored of it by now. It's it got let's be honest, it got boring probably at the end of the last Premier League season. I, I, pre- by, by I can get it from a, I can get it from a Chelsea point of view because they don't like us, we don't like them. They sing about it, but every club that comes to Anfield yeah, now, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just yeah, you're yeah, cel- especially that. sort of like you're celebrating sort of us not our failures, nobody else's success, bar Man City's, really. Yeah. That's it. That's and, all. And, and so for Chelsea to sort of think people that, act like that decided the game as well. Like I don't mean I know this is like going a long way back, but what's to say that you know you know you really struggled to break them down. Say, to that ego that was a, yeah. That was a hard, hard up game, and they were sitting very deep. I doubt whether you just scored. It. it I doubt it was whether going you like did. that. I don't, so for him to he didn't plus give also, away the title, did it? Plus it? also. Title was lost elsewhere. Honest, I'm, on, I'm honestly mm. of the belief that title was lost and won elsewhere. I maybe, maybe. But I don't, it didn't. The amount yeah. of points, yeah. And it, and in five, he won't be remembered for this. Yeah. As I was saying to Callie before, no, but people remember Zidane for don't they don't remember it for the headbutt. Do I they? don't know. We really? all remember it for soon after you went all that headbutt. Yeah. That World Cup or just being fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, the Hamden final, just being. What? Great just being just one of, and, and that's what people just remember Gerard for Istanbul just probably one, the Millennium Stadium v West Ham that sort of just one thing also um, favourite Gerard goal all of you I'm interested to see the one against West Ham it's yeah. got I mean I, yeah I can, the West, West, Ham, West, was, Ham, West Ham I was West Ham. I was at the very back of the bottom tier of the Millennium Stadium for this. Oh, wow. And I, I was sort of... Yeah, I was sort of well, well my mum my my was there with me, and she and, and I was thinking of her, like... It was a lot of money to sort of go and watch Liverpool. And I was like, I was going to, like, thank her for the day out and shit like that, sort of picking up my thing. And then this goal sort of came. Nobody was expecting it. I thought, and I said before the game, 
going, how long are we going back? Nine years now. I was like, as soon as it came out, sort of, that we'd had a, a bus ready for the parade in the city, and a leaked picture came out of it, it was like, like seven times FA Cup winners and shit. I was like, maybe that was why. Because before this, nobody thought we were going to lose, and then West Ham put on quite a show. But it's got to be that goal, and it's got it's to gotta be... Um, I'm trying to think sort of the Everton goal where he sort of runs around. Just sort of any Everton goal he scored, even on where we didn't win earlier this season, just because he celebrates it like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. And that's what it goes down. People that sort of, when you've got a player, that, and the same with Kenny as manager, and you've got them, when they celebrate like a fan, and they're sort of one of you, that's when you've got a, a true great, really, I think. Mm. Just one, just one thing... Uh... Do you, I'm guessing you all think that was the best Gerald goal as well. Uh, because I, think I technically can't think of many. Oh, interesting. interesting. Can't think of I'm many. I'm going to suggest one to you. Go on. Don't say Andy Carlos. No, it is good goal. Um, good goal. It's, but, um, was it Andy Grove on contact? Yeah, he butchered it. Yeah. It's it's your um, it's your box and kind of. Well, I say it's your Tuesday night in the Champions League over Tuesday Wednesday. Mm. Um, you guys have a counter-attack against Marseille. Fernando Torres... Oh, Marseille, is this away? Yes, Marseille away. Fernando Torres, Norris Halconde. You think he's going to take the shot. He doesn't. He passes it out. He slips it. Coming in on a 90-degree angle with Stephen Gerrard, and he bends that ball like NASA into the top corner. I, I honestly think that they... I'm serious. There has not been a Gerrard moment I've enjoyed as much as that. Just for the sheer class of that goal. I think it's his best goal by Miles. I'm, gonna come I'm trying to think. I can think of a, a Middlesbrough one where he sort of won it 3-2. I you might remember it by Middlesbrough. It's sort of white and claret and blue and yellow kit Middlesbrough. I don't remember that's, uh, yeah, and he sort of got it for 3-2. Yeah, 2006, I think. So real peak Gerrard time. I think that, that's another sort of classic which will we'll get uh, shown around. The, the amazing thing is, I'm saying, I'll say, not because it was just that good, but... Nobody remembers it. Nobody ever seems to think that when we all think the great Gerald's goals, they're all kind of screamers, and especially some of his great free kicks. I mean, but even, even going to his Istanbul goal, like, because it was only to get us one back, and obviously the event that followed overshadowed that goal, what a header that is. Oh, it's a great Against what at the time. I don't know how many AC Milan players are in the team of the year the season before, but I know Shevchenko was a player of the season before, so I think that gets overshadowed a bit. Um... But yeah. yeah, good. I don't, well, I don't know why we're talking as if he's dead. Oh, yes. The but there is a lot of... Your favourite goal cannot necessarily be anywhere near the best goal. No, that's like, true. With me and Will, I know our favourite Messi goal is the header against United. And he scored. Yes. It wasn't even an over-exaggeration, probably hundreds of goals. He literally it would have been hundreds of goals. better than that. <laughs> but, um... No, I, th- I think... But even, even without what went on to win the FA Cup, what a goal. Like just straight away, what a goal. It was sort of... It brings you back to that John Arnaurisa against Man United, just the same sort of pedigree of... I mean, and he was lucky enough to be John Arnaurisa, yeah. so he's cool anyway. <laughs> but anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else on the agenda? I um, should just uh, point everybody's attention back to the fact that um, things are going la loca in the Liga. Absolutely crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah, that's actually, let's talk to um, David Moyes. David Moyes. <laughs> David Moyes, just as. Um, can somebody talk. I, I 
I haven't really followed the league at all this season, uh-huh. which I know. I, 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 I do know for a fact that regardless of Moyes what, being what there, happened with the Barca lineup? Can we just talk? What happened? Right yeah. now, one of the accepted explanations is I think one of the accepted explanations seems to be a mixture of illness for Messi, flu, and jet lag as well, having well, come back from, yes, and uh, jet lag for Neymar. But isn't really jet lag applied to every player? I'm not being pedantic. No, 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 yes, and, and we've talked yeah. about this many times, about mm. how, you know, no, footballers don't have hard up playing No, a jet lag is different to sort of, what I object to is when they sort of go on, oh, we went to Moscow to play one game, well, that's not jet yeah. lag, that's... But anyway, is it not that just them underestimating Slotsky? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Because the thing is, we, we say they're underestimating Sosa, and I don't <coughs> like it when this comes round. Right. What are squads for? What are squads for? I What's guess the underestimating point? is disrespectful to his second string players, to an extent. Just a, no, I'm serious. They had Suarez, presumably, I believe, back oh, in that position. Pedro's hardly a bad player. Walk into most. He is also players. improved for the second half of the season. And... If anything, it's not that. It's the problem is it was a performance in which it was a performance that mirrored the nil-nil draw with Hetafe, just being mm-hmm. the fact that Sociedad scored and there were two you know, big penalty shouts for Barcelona as well. The problem I think was with the performance that night, and you know, there's this whole messy fallout, and apparently you know, Nucho is fighting, and you know, Zubi Retta. And has gone and he's um, practically he's looking he's looking at houses in the area bloody hell yeah and you know he, he's so bra- deal, and, and you know his uncle as Indy Kalia commented on this yes and he's all that yeah but you said Madrid against Valencia was shambles as well yeah, um, maybe just a little vouchers thing. One thing I would say about Valencia is they've got new backing, um, and that's They're just back really to their good side. It was nice to see. Yeah, we all miss they bought smartly. There's a real kind of positive. Real Madrid, yeah, their run came to an end. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-two games. Yeah, it's not winning. unbeaten. They won twenty-two. Yeah, won twenty-two games. That's, that's that. I mean, it's, it's re- it was. It's wow. just. Pretty... And aren't they still only a couple of points yeah, clear? Shame, that's the thing about it, and that's the thing. Every that's the thing's been lost in it. You know, the twenty-two game streak was. Impressive in terms. But it's only put them four points ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's well, no, they're only one point ahead with the game. I think it's because they, oh uh, they did start quite poorly, didn't they, really? Real they think. did. There was worries. They, they, they went. They lost a Sociedad as well. <clears throat> it's a shame yeah, that the twenty-two did. game streak had to end with such a shambles performance. They were dreadful. They weren't very good. And like, obviously, I don't expect them to win every game. They had to lose sooner or later. But it's just a shame that they had to lose like that. They had to be so bad. Alright. But now apparently with Sociedad they're um kind of becoming Barcelona's bogey team now. They've lost quite if you look back at their head to head record, Real Sociedad have got probably just as many wins against Barca in like the last seven or eight games that they've played against each other. No, really? so. Stephen Moyes a genius. <laughs> he is a football genius, disrupting Barca's style of play. I told you. Where are Atletico in all this? Very, very well placed yeah, with um, the Is that a point off the someone or something? Huh? Is that a point off? I don't know, they're not that far off. Barca. They're only a point off Barca. They've got the Madrid derby this weekend as well. So. Oh, that's going to be a kick fest. I'm actually going to watch the WWE yeah, instead. I think I am. They're in a very good position. You know, they've, they've unearthed a couple of nice kind of second string players who have made 
What's everyone thinking of this from a footballer thing? Not the romance of him going back of it. Where? What's this about? He's going to sit on the bench. And he's I don't. Is that, I, is that I his role? Is that... I think I have a hard time getting into the team as Callum thinks. I also don't know. His, is it a team get... morale and fan morale thing bringing a legend up with Henri yeah. to Arsenal? The problem gonna, with Torres is necessarily... With legends being around the team, this is something that I, I am a fan of. Because like, having Zidane as sort of... He's assistant coach, isn't it? At Real um, Madrid. Until he was banned for a bit yeah, for not having a coaching yeah. badge. It's got to be good, hasn't it? It can't... It, I can't imagine it to negatively influence no. anything, even to have him at the dressing room. But like this... This, uh, this Madrid team, they're not... They're not they won, the, they won like, the league and got to the final he, of the cup. He's not got no permanent. He's on loan still from Chelsea. How good it work at No, he's, on, he's, he's on, on the bench. No, have Milan bought him and loaned him to Atletica... Uh, for 18 no, I months. Sold him. Is it? I think I don't. I don't get it. I know it's a loan. I, I know. I'm sure he's on a loan. It's it's all confusing. They loan. signed him and they got rid of him. So <coughs> do, do we have to buy him in 18 months or do we do? <laughs> That's how this works. He's Does he just have to go around? Does he have to go around? Do you think? Do you, oh. Damn, that's a horrific vision. What's with you? I'm glad his career went to the shit. Serves him right. He thinks he's better than us. He's not better than us. Shit house. Well, yeah, he's on. ended at a club that's better than you. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't ended yet. Did he ever score for AC Milan? Has scored he one goal. Ooh. Did it? One goal in half a season. That's not a bad return. Bad return. <laughs> yeah, let's put it into the algorithms. How many goals per game is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless him. Oh, any other action? Things to discuss, uh, thoughts just, and feelings. Just quickly, um, in England, the transfer scene has been quite docile, but um, in but in Europe, there's always been a merry-go-round. After the bitchiest um, breakup in human history, including anything seen on E4, Lucas Budolski's finding into. Oh, that's very good. Um, I'm glad you brought this up. What's this about? What's going on here? Um, we, we just, did have a podcast, just an Arsenal podcast, we, released yeah. after this, because we, we seem obsessed. We need to stay. Yeah, because because we just, talks the most. It's not, yeah, but we have to, we have is, to no, ask some questions. Like, weren't you like struggling for some other front, and then you sold him? Like, what? Who did he shag to, to for this to happen? Wenger's daughter? Does he have a daughter? Uh, Something like this must have happened for him to go. And, uh, and also, can people stop bringing up the Wenger smoking thing? A manager smoking is nothing like the footballer smoke. The manager Does he smoke? Not, he smoked on the Monaco bench. Oh, what, in the 80s? In the 80s. Oh, well, how relevant. <laughs> like, how, how, can he, how can he tell Chesney off? He used to smoke on the bench. Yeah, but he wasn't snorting lines of beak off like the... What? He's smoking. He's, he's a manager. It's the 80s. It was a he's, crazy time. Listen, he can smoke smoking, now for like it. I don't... That's the same thing. Listen, one person I'll always have amazing admiration for is Michelle Platini. Why? Because oh he won a Champions League Do you I've know the damage that does to your health? I've heard the anecdote so many times. Right, I'm going to end the podcast. I'm going to end the podcast going round. William Kajani, what do you want from the January transfer window? A fucking defensive midfielder who's got working legs. I'm looking for names. I'm looking for names. You get one name and then we go around. Schneiderlin. What happened, but I have to give a name, don't I? Good name, good name. Dan Burnett. Man, how about? Ooh, oh, big cool, big cool. Big cool. Uh, Khaled, what do you want from the January transfer window? Shakiri. 
Shakira. I just Ooh. don't like Van Halen. I, 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 would, I wouldn't mind Shakira. Yes. I wouldn't mind Shakira, actually. In this African... Uh, I'm going to counter-spawn with what I don't want, and that is Sado Berahino. No drink drivers. He's been arrested for that, man. Good. No drink, no drink drivers at our club. Um, well, I've been... Well, actually, on a serious Can I just... Oh. I would like... This is not going to matter. I'm not going to get him anyway. Hummels. Okay. It's not gonna happen. Okay. Can I just say? Oh can I just God. say we should we should congratulate ourselves? It, an entire podcast maybe without discussing Chet Evans and going around in circles. Oh, did he come? Oh yeah, sorry. We invited um, him to the podcast. We did, as along with John Fashioner. If anyone knows John Fashioner, you can follow us on Twitter at he put Nedved to bed. SoundCloud forward slash he put Nedved to bed. Uh, I think we're on Facebook still. We are. Uh, we're still just on Facebook. Put uh, and at KeyJOV, if you want to tweet any racial abuse, uh, <laughs> at KeyJOV. Uh, we're sorry about our previous anti-Semitic, could be deemed comment. It wasn't us. It doesn't represent the brand of you put Nedved to Are bed. you fucking serious? If you serious? want to talk directly to at KeyJ and his solicitors, please direct contact. <laughs> at he put Nedved to bed has nothing to do with the partners of William Gajani. I've been Rory Bond. You Thank you and good night. <laughs>